Hello, hello, friends. How are you doing? If you have water nearby, let's take two big gulps and hydrate. It is so freaking hot here in Los Angeles. This week is going to be around the 100 degrees Fahrenheit, which is, I think it's like 34 degrees Celsius. Blah, Celsius, my brain is melting. I ended up sleeping a lot during the day because I just got back from Alaska yesterday, but my flight was delayed. And so I came back in the wee hours of the morning and essentially went straight to work. Today, my body was like, nope, I, I can't push through. That plus the heat, I just ended up sleeping for a very, very long time. I'm really excited for what I'm gonna talk about in this podcast episode though. Um, it's something that I think about very, very frequently relationships, human connection. I tried recording podcast episodes about this when I was in Alaska, but I stuttered so much and my thoughts were barely coherent, so I knew it wasn't the right time until I read this one tweet. And I'll talk about that tweet after I do my podcast spiel. So I've got three asks for you guys. One is to subscribe to this podcast. Two is to share this podcast. And three is send me responses. I would love to hear your voices and audio messages. There's a link in every episode show notes, but you can go to this one. There's a link that you can click on that'll take you to, you know, instructions or some. I'm including this tweet also in the episode show notes in case you want to read along. The tweet says, in Arabic, there are 12 levels of friendships. Level one, someone you have a nodding acquaintance with. Level two, someone you're comfortable sitting with for a period of time. Level three, you have good conversation with them. Level four, a tea drinking companion that you might call when you're free. Level five, someone who's concerned for your well-being. Level six, someone you can depend on. You'd probably go on a holiday with them. Level seven, a true friend, someone who doesn't befriend you for an ulterior motive. Level eight, an intimate friend whose presence makes you happy. Level nine, someone with whom you're really comfortable and familiar. Level 10, a confidant, someone you trust deeply. Level 11, your best friend, someone you've chosen over other friends. And level 12, someone who's inseparable from you. You know how they think and vice versa. I wanna circle back to level 11, best friend, because I, I know that people are gonna have issues with this. Like one question would be, can you have multiple best friends? Personally, I think yes. Another more serious question here is like, how do you define a best friend? I have two guiding questions that could potentially help. Is this person someone you want by your side to go on some crazy life adventures with? They could be physically there or they could be like one of the first few people you wanna talk to when you go through some crazy shit. I think that's a very good sign that someone could be your best friend. And then the second question is, is this person someone you feel good, loved, and supported by through life's ups and downs? Those life's ups and downs can be separate from your best friend, but it could also be with your best friend. Like recently, one of my best friends and I went through some tough times. We, we were just chatting and she picked up some energy from me and she asked me about it. She's like, are you okay? Like, is what's, what's going on? And I, to my surprise, just exploded. It shocked her, it shocked me. We had a, like a quick, whole explosive moment there. She said, you know, I love you so much. 
can we both like take a step back? Let's circle back in a few days. And that was, even that was a sign of love. It was like, hey, I respect this relationship so much. If it's not working for us right now, I want us to take time to really think through what both of us want out of this friendship. And to me, that's a sign of love too, because it wasn't like the first time that we ran into a problem and she's like, all right, I'm out, bye. What I realized out of my explosion and what we talked about is because I've changed throughout the years, I had changing expectations of our friendship as well, but I never communicated those expectations to her. And then I was disappointed when she didn't meet my expectations. That sounds ridiculous, right? So those are the 12 levels of friendship in Arabic. Then I started thinking, well, what makes a strong relationship, whether it's a romantic one, a familial one, or a friendship? And that's essentially what I'm going to try to work through in this episode and the next two episodes. Part one is all about me. And for you who's listening to this, you should be thinking about yourself too, because we are an integral part of every single relationship that we are a part of. So it's important. Are you ready? Part one, the essence of me. In order to not lose yourself in any kind of relationship, you have to know who you are. If you listen to episode three of my podcast, I was going through a mini identity crisis over there. So for the last couple of weeks, I've just been, okay, well, who am I? Who is Juliet? Who am I is such a huge existential question because it could be construed in multiple ways. Like who am I in this moment? Who was I? Who were I? Who was I? Who do I want to be in the future? And then a fourth question, who, am I at the core being? So when I was like working through these questions, I focused a lot on where did I come from and the essence of who I am. So this is what I wrote down. The essence of who I am, who Juliet is, fiery and vibrant, outgoing and warm, dramatic and curious, laughs easily, loves smiling, and believes in the best of people. My experiences though, have taught me that I am too much for the world to handle. Too bossy, too flirty, too animated, too weird. These were things that people told me to my face ever since I was in elementary school. And because when we're young, we all want to feel accepted. Whenever I heard those comments, I would be like, oh, let's, let's pack those parts of me away. I tried to change who I was starting in middle school and it went all the way up to post-college who I became, I didn't recognize her. That's not who I was, but I kept it up for years because that's who I thought I needed to be in order to make other people feel more comfortable around me. I was terribly unhappy about who I was for a very, very long time. Like middle school to post-college, dang. Um, There was a point after college though, where I thought, who am I doing this for? Why should I be dimming my own light for other people to feel better? I am not too much. Maybe I'm too much for you, but that's not my problem. At least that's not my problem anymore. I remember a few years ago, I met a friend's friend over a meal. And me being a people lover, I was curious about his story. At one point, he jokingly commented, oh, you're doing so much, I need you to tone it down. I laughed it off, but honestly, at first it stung because all of those too much comments from my childhood came back. But then another voice popped in my head. If me being me is too much for you, 
it's okay. I'm not meant to be palatable for everyone. I'm not saying that he is a bad or a mean person. What really made me proud of myself in that moment was seeing that growth where a comment like this years ago would have triggered me to be like, oh, how do I change myself so this person will like me? To being like, that's cool. If I'm not your vibe, then we're just not gonna vibe. And I think that's why I'm pretty excited to do this podcast. I've been told so many times throughout my childhood and in my adulthood that I'm random and weird and it made me so self-conscious. So I stopped being true to myself and really only showed that showed the true me to a select few people in my life. I think along with me not wanting to change myself for other people anymore is also, I really don't give a flying fuck what you think about me. And this is including my friends. When I'm looking at the people I go to, that I talk to when I'm trying to make life decisions, those are people that are usually on level seven or higher. Looking at those people, I realize that they're so high up on the levels because, because of our relationship. I feel safe with them. They'll give me their honest opinion, but they'll do it with love. So even if like they don't agree with my train of thought, they'll share their opinions with love. And you can feel that. It's not something that you should rely on this person and be like, I'm, I'm saying this because I love you. You have to be able to feel it in order to be like, yes, I feel safe and supported. That's really all the notes that I wrote down for this section, the essence of me. I actually have two other podcast episodes that I want to share kind of related to the essence of me. The first one is the podcast is from the podcast Asian Boss Girl. That's all one word, no spaces. It is episode, it is episode 117, doing the work with Jen M. I'm just going to read their little blurb about the episode. Today, we take the time to sit down and chat with YouTuber, entrepreneur, social media guru, and true Asian boss girl, Jen M. She is someone who is super proactive about truly understanding herself and is setting an amazing example for others to do the same. She has spent hours reading self-help books, attended vulnerability events, and written countless pages in her journal to process her thoughts. You may know her as one of the OGs in the fashion space through her YouTube channel, Close Encounters, which boasts over 2 million subscribers. But today, she is joining us as just another human being who shares the same struggles many of us do on a day-to-day -day basis. I didn't think I would enjoy this episode as much as I did. I was listening to uh, on a ferry ride, a five-hour ferry ride, that I rewinded and I whipped out my notebook and I started taking notes. So, highly recommend this one. And then the second episode that I want to suggest is from the podcast terrible thanks for asking the episode is called from the edge and this is the blurb if you know what it feels like to be on the brink of an emotional meltdown you're not alone many of us feel like we're at the end of a rapidly fraying rope like we're falling behind in life and it's solely all and it's solely our fault like the reason for our problems is our inability to make lemonade out of climate change and racial injustice in a global pandemic Nora recently asked folks to share what it's like to be standing at the edge of an existential crisis, and you responded with your stories. So those are the two episodes I highly recommend you to listen if that's something you're interested in. I just want you to remember, you have a light within you. If you lost it, find it. Easier said than done. If you know it, nurture it. Also easier said than done. Everybody's inner sparkle is different, and that's good. Let people shine. 
if you're the person squashing other people's light, then you need to do some self-reflection because you are projecting. And remember, you are not meant for everyone. So stop trying to people please. Be who you truly are, even if that's a shitty human being, and you'll find more peace and ease in life. And finally, allow people to be works in progress. Allow yourself to be a work in progress too. That's it for part one. I would love to hear like if you've gone through identity crisis, what were some things that you thought about um, that you've worked through? How comfortable are you in your own skin today? Let me know, send me audio messages. All right, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.